Same attire, white button-down shirt, blue jeans, and it looked like he never changed, but he was just keeping it simple, you know, nice and starched and tight. And... Something in that, JJ. I'm sure that, you know, like Steve Jobs, Mark Zuckerberg, there's, there's something in that habitual dressing in the same outfit, the same breakfast, using the same notepad, pen. There's something in that. There's some genius trait. I'm hoping it rubs off on me. I know, right? I mean, the other day I actually put some slacks on, and my and my daughters didn't even recognize who I was. <laughs> Dad, I'm like, yeah, I have other clothes in the closet. <laughs> yes, I, just, but, I I would struggle to find other clothes at the moment. Oh yeah, well, but, dig deep, yeah. dig yeah. deep, brother. Well, digital ramblers, welcome to another podcast i mean goodness gamble i mean I, I feel bad that we haven't been as regular as we traditionally have been but you know duty comes first clients come first unfortunately sometimes and we've just been slammed with uh mm. with work, both of us man both sides of the water just buzzing well, i think that's that, talking to other people that that do what we do in our industry and talking to the, the people in our supply chain that, that speak to dozens and dozens of people in our industry every day, they they paint the same picture. They say, you know, demand is high. Um, and, you know, will it continue? The thing that could, could stop us in our track, JJ, is, is the product. You supply. Know, getting hold of product, yeah. I mean, I, I, I continually, and, and I, I've never done it in the past, so it's a little bit of an awkward feeling, and, and I feel like it's almost a like a hard sell uh, pitch in, in reality, it's not, you know, but I cannot encourage people enough to, you know, if this is something that you want to do, we've got to get in line immediately. If it's something that you want to do soon. And honestly, gamble, I don't see, I was on the, uh, I had a, uh, a little conference call with some friends of ours in the industry and they were all kind of putting in their two cents of how long they feel that it's going to take before supply gets ramped back up to normal, you know, to normal, uh, uh, what you, uh, quantities. I don't see, I don't see where that's going to, when that's going to, when that supply is going to come up anytime soon. Well, it's definitely not going to come anytime soon. Um, we've, we've adapted, throughout really since March 2020 it's been a, a juggling act to, to make sure you've got the, the products making sure you're communicating with your customers that there's a wait for this product in the meantime we can get this task done this one completed pre-wire this area you know even last week we prepared speaker cabling ready for amplifiers to go in but we don't have the amplifiers I'm right. looking to my left hand side there's a box of amplifiers here. So they've come. It's just added a small delay. And as long as we communicate that, customer's happy. And the knock-on effect, yeah, maybe we're not collecting that money as quick as we used to, but so be it. We have to be flexible. We can fill the gaps in the diary with smaller tasks or move to other locations. But again, it just puts more plates spinning at the same time. But hey, that's small business life. 
always trying to to find a solution. I mean, we are in the solution business and this is one aspect of problem solving that I didn't necessarily ever consider, you know, find finding quantities and in inventory. But fortunately with the relationships that we've developed over the years, um, there there's a lot of there there is avenues to to choose from. Thank thankfully for that. And then and then whenever they call and inventory comes in, people call me. It's like, hey, Jay, do you want to bite off on some of this? And pretty much I buy all of it <laughs> because I don't I don't know when when I'm going to have that opportunity again. So yeah, there's a there's a couple of products that have disappeared from from where, you know, solutions that we used to, to reliably go to. And that's Logitech Harmony, the Elite and the Companion Remotes. We've seen that disappear from some of our suppliers. It's a shame to see that. And. I'm going to put it out there to our listeners as well. What, what, what are you using to as your all-in-one remote control? If Logitech Harmony goes, and I'm sure you've heard us talk about it a lot, and we can't get hold of that, what, what are you going to use? Because in some scenarios, there's still the need for the all-in-one remote control. When you have lots of devices plugged into that screen, we don't all just live around smart TV and apps. We do have disc players. We do have consoles. We do have cable boxes, set-top boxes in the UK, I, I honestly can't really see a clear option in 2020, 2021. I couldn't, still can't see an option. But there's still a need for that remote controller, don't you think? Yeah, yeah absolutely there's a need for it. Um, and, and, and it goes two ways. Are there remotes that are universal remotes? Absolutely. Are they affordable and easy to program? Uh, no. On, to, to both those answers, uh, the, the universal remote and are they as reliable? Nowhere even close gamble. That's what's so frustrating yeah. is, is that the Logitech remote is, is affordable. It's easy to program and it was rock solid mm. and, and, and it had unlimited amounts of downloads for your wireless device. If you wanted to, you know, use your mobile device or, or your tablet, you, you could do so. So, is there an alternative? There's no, nothing that I can find. And, you know, I'm kind of, I'm kind of digging around looking for an alternative if I need one. You know, what, what has been a slight gap filler is sometimes the TV that you've purchased, the remote control has some universal, universal remote features. So you can search for devices via, you know, if it's connected to HDMI one, it might detect that that is a, an Xbox or an Apple TV it might detect that. And in a lot of cases, it will work together. But where I see that flawed, often that device needs to have an IR, infrared path. It needs to be available in an open cabinet or in some kind of AV shelving that's not blocked, not in a different room, not not behind a closed cabinet. So in, a, in I want to say like seven out of 10 scenarios, great, I can work it. Look, look, your Samsung remote is controlling your Apple TV or your Sky set-top box or cable box. But close the doors, and have it in another room, and it doesn't work. So that's where Logitech, again, was this able to, to break down barriers, go between walls because of its, the way it transmitted from remote control through to the, to the hub. You know... Absolutely right. Although that's where the CEC sometimes comes in. 
uh, to effect. But, you know, one thing that I have a hard time, like Samsung, I use a Samsung remote and they have a smart learn feature in there so that it can then control your Apple TV or your cable box. But one of the biggest complaints that I hear about the Samsung remote, a couple of things, but I hear in, in one in particular, it has no numbers, but I hear that about a variety of different remotes. But the other big one is it's not backlit. You know, people want at night in the dark, laying in bed, want to be able to look at their buttons because there's not any serious identifications on it to know where your thumb placement is um, reliably. I, I hate hitting the wrong button. Like I'm watching something on Netflix and then I accidentally hit the prime prime button and it takes me out of that app. Ugh, that, that gets me up. You know, some, sometimes with smart televisions, if you do that accidental press or jump to another app, so maybe I go from prime video to youtube and then i go back to youtube and it's like hey welcome back you haven't been here for a while and i was like i was just here I was just right watching a video <laughs> like just put me back straight into that it's normally me watching the uk rap reactions or some <laughs> takeaway food review channel <laughs> something stupid but don't don't kick me back to the home screen that let me toggle between apps and sometimes the tv maybe doesn't have the processing power that's what i think it might be but it can't handle that hot swapping between apps and that's a limitation that you might not have when you have separate hdmi inputs uh, and, you know you uh, can toggle between you know? and i also think a gamble you know with the samsung tvs the frame uh televisions in particular and some of the other higher end uh samsung models they have that separate uh one connect box and mm -hmm. then one connect box also has a blaster that usually has to go in the cabinet yeah. And that blaster can then blast out to your different devices that need that IR control. But, in, you know, and in, in that IR control is a little, you know, with CEC, CEC does a fantastic job. And so I'm trying to think of what would take an IR control, maybe a, a DVD player or some mm -hmm. cable box, maybe if it doesn't have CEC codes. But it, it's just getting less and less necessary and i think that's one reason that that there are certain remote companies that are not being aggressive with development of their product just because they see cec coming on i also don't like having multiple remotes clients don't necessarily enjoy having a remote juggle uh there is something in having one remote that does it all and gets you to the appropriate input for you know your receiver or your sonos and you know there's something to be said for that too. Another method of control that I see, and particularly in set-top boxes, cable boxes, they're starting to use Bluetooth. And that has a challenge as well to, to that overcome. Long range, that long-range yeah. Bluetooth. Yeah, it's, it's convenient. Don't get me wrong. Hide yeah. the equipment, use the, the, the provided remote with it. Bluetooth, great. They sometimes have features like voice and uh, you know hotkeys for different apps built into the set-top box. But again, it, it fractures you away from the TV controls, it can be a challenge. You know, they sometimes offer the feature, hey, you can control your TV from your new cable box remote. But again, sometimes the volume doesn't work. You've got a sound bar. Sometimes um, you, know, you can't, you've still got to pick up the TV remote to go from HDMI one to HDMI two. So again, I'm still, I'm not seeing a clear option. So that's something I'd love our audience to participate in, you know, should JJ and I go back to 
the custom solutions, you know, will we be forced to when when we're seeing uh, the Logitech Harmony fade away into the sunset after some great service? Will we have to look into our contact books for <laughs> a CI solution? No? I, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna I think I, I just I want to I want to call Bracken and just like please <laughs> please Bracken. Should the digital ramble by Logitech Harmony? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I'd rather just work with somebody on buying Logitech Harmony. Golly, I am heartbroken about that one. That's probably one of Might my have biggest. To set, up a, set up a Kickstarter or something. <laughs> oh gosh, a crowdfunded takeover of Logitech Harmony. <laughs> you know, yeah, no doubt. You know, Gamble, we always kind of breeze over and just. You know, we don't we don't necessarily brand ourselves all that well, but I think you know it's important that we let our first time listeners know who are these two crazy dudes talking about smart tech. I'm I'm JJ Cannon, CEO of Digital Delight here in Houston, Texas. You can find us at digitaldelight.com. We create simple solutions that are minimalistic, easy to use, compact, and affordable, and uh, reliable. You don't feel like you're breaking the bank whenever you, you call us because you get so much bang out of that buck. So take take a take a look, give us a holler. We're always available. Yeah, my name is Chris Gamble, JJ's co-host over here in the UK. I own and founded a company called Customized here in the east of England. We cover that area. We also cover London with easy, affordable, compact. Love all these keywords that JJ comes up with smart home systems that people can live with easily they can expand they can run it on a single app they can run multiple apps they can voice control their home they can do all the things that that they want to do but we just provide the professional service to get it working get it installed hide the wires make it work reliably over the years give them the suggestions to make their system work better with new products that come around we're the smart home facilitators. So go check out Customized at customized.uk.com. Gamble, one other thing that, that uh, you know, our listeners enjoy is our website because we have all of our past episodes on there uh, as well as links to like our Facebook and our YouTube page. Check us out, digitalrambleshow.com. You can also find us on 11 podcast streaming services. And we have a whole goulash of different stuff we've been talking about for the past two years. Gamble, I have a client uh, that listens to every single episode that we record. And I he takes notes, man. Like <laughs> he, he, <laughs> he called me out, uh, and I was unaware of this, completely unaware of this until until he, uh, he called me out to his house. He's like, yeah, man, I listened to the Digital Ramble all the time and then he gives me this list like <laughs> look oh, at wow. that list, right yeah. and detailed it, detailed and it, the font i have to use a magnifying glass on but it's like i don't know what, what would normally fit on three pages for me somehow he microfonted it down all to one page but it's it's all the different devices that he owns and wants to own in this new house that he's uh, that he's uh, remodeling. It's uh, early nineteen, I think it's nineteen oh eight. Probably one of the oldest houses we have uh, here in Houston. And um, but he wants to to make it smart. 
and and there's there's limit we have some limitations on what we can do to this house because it i think there's historical uh requirements that that we need to follow with this uh with this house but yeah man um he listens to every episode takes notes and knows exactly what he wants how to implement it is, is really where we come into play as well as providing the uh um Ah, okay. As well as uh, providing the uh, the hardware and the know-how of how to put it all together. Um, so, so it's great. So he's doing some, obviously, some Sonos for some whole house audio. Uh, he wants to do some Lutron lighting control, um, some ring around the house, you know, so mm -hmm. he has uh, part of that neighborhood. Uh, let's see. He wants to be part of the whole Ring Neighbors program. So, uh, and Wi-Fi, using Eero Wi-Fi for the whole house. So he's been listening. He's been doing some his homework. And it's really cool to see how, you know, we're influencing people to, to buy smart, buy once, and not have a closet full of tin can, overheating, unnecessary tech gear. Well, there's there's that there's that direction which is uh, can be a troubled path. There's also another direction where you think you can be smart and piece together maybe the lesser well-known brands, so not custom, but the, the more on the DIY side of the market, and you think you can piece together cameras, doorbells, Wi-Fi equipment, smart light bulbs, plug-in devices, and you can have as equally a hard time. Maybe not if you were the person installing it. You think you've got your head wrapped around it and you think, yeah, great, I can control this and that. Okay, go ask somebody else in the house how to turn on the lights or go tell somebody else in the house how to play some music in, in three rooms. If you've pieced together something, maybe you've got your handle on it, but you know, ask your partner, hey, dear, can you do anything in this home no i hate it i hate the experience i don't know what to do uh, i hate all these apps you keep sending me links and you, you seem to have control of everything and i i don't i've got control of very little so that's that's a challenge you know yeah on the and other they, end of the they, scale and they give up and that that's that is my overall goal is i i, I want our clients to make an investment that they feel confident in and that they actually use um and and not only the individual that had us out to the house but the other family members in the house all the way from the mm. kiddos to, to mama you know I, I want everybody to be able to use that investment that's what i feel is a true successful smart home solution i honestly believe with the five brands that we talk about regularly our fab it, five yeah you can create the most amazing smart home experience that's not daunting that's not too techy that's easy to live with and is not damaging to your bank balance you know we talk we break it down into you know we call it nulls or reels but that ring or nest doing handling your home security you've got also nest providing some climate control if you need to you got eero or ubiquity unify doing your wi-fi whether that's mesh or hardwired then you've got your your logitech which we talked about earlier, maybe Nulls is going to lose an L and Reels is going to be down to one L as well. 
but that's your 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 audio visual remote control then you've got your lighting with lutron whether that's ratu select caseta you've got and your you shades know, your, and your and your, yeah your window treatments as well shades curtain tracks and then finally your your music to, to fill every room in the house with either background music or room filling music if you want to turn it up you've got your sonos speakers but also your sound bars to, to give you your surround sound when you want to to immerse yourself in a movie or a sporting event so i honestly can't still can't see beyond that four or five brands which can all be orchestrated by your favorite voice assistant whether that's madam a uh, from amazon maybe that's google assistant um, based around your android platform or their speakers and then finally using using siri and the Apple HomeKit home mm. uh, framework. Mm. Stick stick to the basics. I mean, but choose right. That that that's what's key is because you you can get a lot of there's a, there's a lot of let's say wireless IoT cameras out there, but they don't necessarily intermingle appropriately. And sometimes whenever you get them in, the end result. It, you know, like the resolution's not the 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 appropriate resolution, or the the frame rate is super slow, and it's more of a picture rather than, you know, pictures that are uh, uh, streamed together rather than actual video. So choose, choose right, and if you don't know, find a home tech pro. You know, it's something that Gamble and I we we always say. Gamble switching gears. I, I was actually in the field yesterday, and I was at a client's house. And he was having some issues with his Sonos and we decided to, to reset all the Sonos and we were going to add them back in. And it asked me for an eight digit number on the bottom of the amp. Mm, I had that. Dude, I, I wanted to pull my hair out. Well, like you will, if the amp is inside a rack or yeah. concealed yeah, in a cabinet somewhere. Um, it was, I had five of them. I had to figure out how to flip around after it was all nice and neat. And... Now I think this eight digit number, is that not associated with if there has been a trade in or, you know, you've done that or do you think that's a new feature I, it, full stop? Is it? I think, I think it's might be a new feature rollout. Oh, and, my. and, and I, and the, cause these amps had, so it was a takeover, but these amps were in the, in the cabinet and we figured, you know, why don't we just reset? Maybe this is part of the problem. So we reset all the amps, all the, all the beams and everything. It didn't ask it about the beams, but it just asked no, it about the no. amps. Yeah. I had the same. Yeah. And, and not only, not only is it on the bottom, but dude, I'm getting old. I could barely see the, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, totally I think they're. I think that they're not only want me to pull my hair out, but to go insane. I mean, it's so faint and so small. I, I just, I, I was a little frustrated with that. I don't know if that's part of the new software or, or what the the purpose is. I, there, there must have been a security issue that they that they came across that was was pretty. Or is, it linked, they, to, or is it linked to something else? Is it is it something to do with maybe Apple HomeKit or you know AirPlay? I don't know. It could be pressure from another uh, outsider that's that's wanting that. That's part of the setup. Whole, I don't know. I, don't I thought know. they had this whole Bluetooth thing, and you just tap your phone on top of it, and it's supposed to. But you do on the on the Move and the and the One and the Five. You know, it kind of it starts playing a chime, and you move your phone closer to it, and it. 
or there was not going to be also the use of NFC. Yeah, yeah. It's a strange one because we're you know we keep our ear close to the ground, and I I thought it was related to a trade in. You know, if you trade in, this is the code to you know basically brick your old kit. I don't know. I I because I mentioned to you last week. Remember that I had to basically <laughs> uninstall everything I'd installed <laughs> to try and find this code, and yeah, I contemplated laser eye surgery after it just to do. <laughs> like, I couldn't see it. It's like you take a picture sleep. of it. It's like you take yeah. a picture of it with your phone, and then you, you you open it up, and then you have to do some color correction and you yeah. know try to get the contrast right so you can read the phone. Let's read the number. Oh my god! Dude, and it's no. not printed on the box. No, I, I was on the, the 29th first. floor. I was looking for an open window. <laughs> <laughs> ah, so <no. laughs> I still love it, but golly, man, they they are really trying to make things hard lately. (laughs) Goodness gracious. But yeah, that was, that was interesting. By the way, we did get it up and running. Come to find out there was a, uh, there was a device that, that was, had the wrong IP address in it. The, the static IP address. And so whenever we plug it into the network, it caused the network to crash. Yeah, that was fun. So static IP addresses are recommended for some for networks that are regularly managed. You need to if you're going to start setting stat, static addresses, you better have some good documentation for that project because yeah. my golden rule: if it's in the home, residential type systems, just keep it on that DHCP set and get it dynamic. Let your router do the hard work and assign all the addresses. Addresses you don't need to be um, putting in subnets. And, uh, 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 uh. That, that was one addresses. thing about about the Fab Five, because previously doing our you know our siloing and our Fab Five and you know what we do now, gamble static IP addresses was what our industry was preaching and VPNs mm. and all this like heavy mm. lifting, no fun at all. And honestly, there's a large part of our industry that still is doing that. Oh, golly. And it causes nothing but trouble, nothing but problems. Yeah. I remember the, just the, Oh, it's giving me actual, yeah when when customers used to message me saying they've, re- they've just plugged in a new router oh man i would have a breakdown mm. you did what <laughs> Chris, we've, we've just reset we just reset our router is that okay no no uh, <laughs> how dare you you know yeah. i'm the one to call <laughs> oh. how dare you make your own choices yeah exactly exactly <laughs> Oh no! But yeah, man. So we finally narrowed it down, and I—I I don't know. I, the the technique that I use whenever I find network issue is like I unplug everything out of the network switch, mm. and you know it's uh come out of my router modem into the network switch, out of the network switch into my laptop, mm. open up a, a page and hit reset, and and if it goes to Google, I'm good. Plug in a device reload yeah. if it goes to google i'm good one at a time until i get to the one that's that crashes the system and i'm like aha you're yeah, the son yeah. of a gun that's 
because because I don't know of another way. Is there another way to that's simpler? I mean that that's how. So no, that, that would be the simplest technique. That, that obviously falls apart when when it's uh, maybe Wi-Fi related. Then you've got to look at other tools that are available for mm-hmm. working out a Wi-Fi issue. And then you go in the world of like scanning for for what's on which channel, what's neighbouring access points. You know, I've seen conflicts where neighbouring properties have got the same broadcasting guest network. You know. Um, same same passphrases you know i've seen that happen so you know that's for your your home tech pro is definitely um somebody you should have around you if you're having network issues i would struggle he's got to be he's got to be leveled up too he's got to know they've got to know what they're doing and they should be clear about that if you know if you confront them and say can you actually help me with this issue they should be honest and say well not really. My background is mainly audio or lighting. You know, be straight with, you know, if there's installers listening to this, integrators and listening, just be honest with them. You know, if you can't help them, maybe you can help them find another professional because there's plenty of people with skill sets in other areas. And, you know, I'm a big fan of working with other professionals, and not claiming to know everything. All right. Well, and and I, I've I've been that pro that don't know everything. I, I've had some commercial accounts ask me to to provide certain solutions, and I'm like, "Sir, this is way beyond my ability." And he actually appreciated that, you know, mm-hmm. and and was like, "You're more valuable to me now than than if you would have told me you could do it all." just by just be by being honest and upfront and you know where where is your knowledge line and it's okay <laughs> it's okay to say i don't go there um can't can't know yeah, it all. And, and you know for people that you know if they're interested in going back to some of our episodes we've done episodes where we talked about how to identify the right home tech professional for your project and what to ask them and what, what to look for to see that they're that they've got skills that are relevant to your project or your your issue that you're having you know so go back you'll be able to see um see actually you can actually watch the digital ramble in previous episodes now we're just an audio only podcast but go back face facebook watch uh youtube you'll you'll see videos of these these two guys gamble you know we were talking about something we were talking about fab five and it reminded me of that episode episodes that series that we did about what can mm. i do for three thousand dollars i i think i'm ready to challenge i'm ready to challenge ourselves again all right let's set a challenge for next week okay yeah. let's, let's well let's start it. let's do another let's, let's do another series yeah well let's 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 set a new budget target all right, all right. um and let's let's stick to what we did before there were scenarios there was room specific challenges we had with the same budget so let, let's over the next few days have a think about that first challenge is let's get back to recording on a monday uh, we'll try uh, that, that will make <laughs> instead of fridays and thursdays mm, so let's yeah. do that first and then let's bring back the smart home challenges all right all right and summer's coming up so maybe we should gear it towards summer mm, good idea all right and let's what can it. we do out in the garden yeah. <laughs> or, or out in the pasture, <laughs> as we say here in Texas. 
that's man. Reminding me. I need to cut cut my grass actually. Yeah, <laughs> I, I love I love the the Rome. You know the the new Sonos Rome, and and I'm able to uh, I'm able to attach it right to the saddle of my horse. So when I <laughs> so whenever I take out the garbage, you know, at the end of my at the end of my driveway, it, it's a good twenty minute ride one way but man the charge on that thing sounds so good willie nelson sounds absolutely amazing and uh my my uh horse lone star absolutely loves it you're really painting a stereotype there our listeners who don't know you must think he's a real <laughs> real cowboy this guy <laughs> oh my gosh i mean I mean, before before I started doing this business, I used to I used to work for NASA, and it was my job <laughs> it was my job to clear the uh, to clear all the cattle off of the uh, the launch site uh, with you know, but we had to do it all on horseback. It was, a, it was a fun job, and then it got canceled by one of the administrations, and then I had to start this up. Yeah. I think it was the right choice, JJ. Yeah. In an emerging industry, we keep getting told that by our by our trade press. I read an article this week saying that one of the emerging opportunities is smart home. So that's, that's good to know. Mm. Yeah. Good to have been in this ten year emergence. I know. I'm glad I foresaw this twenty years ago. <laughs> <laughs> finally, <laughs> finally, I've hung on barely by the skin of my teeth, and we're finally emerging. <laughs> <laughs> I've like gone broke like three times to emerging. <laughs> I don't. I don't know of many broke uh, smart home installers nowadays. It's, no. There's definitely a, a golden era we're in, and I talked about it with some others recently about this bubble could burst. You know, we talked about the start of the show that what could burst is actually the lack of product. So. Fingers crossed for all the home tech pros out there, you, you get your products and all those back orders. And uh, for all the people waiting, maybe cut your pro a little bit of slack because they're eager to complete your projects. They just might not be able to get products uh, into your home or into their hands. So a little bit of patience, guys and girls. Okay, mate. Yeah. I guess I'll see you on Monday. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Let's let's set our budgets. Uh, we'll have a chat on WhatsApp about how we're going to uh, take on this new smart home challenge. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. We haven't done a series in a while. Well, JJ, I'm thinking. I'm actually thinking something new that's come around in the last eighteen months is is that home working space where home tech can be a you know, can, can be a real benefit to your working from home spaces, video conferencing, audio. You know, I, I think that we should look at that for the first All one. Right. All right. All right, yeah. dude. I know we've had a couple of guests on and, and they've talked about, you know, mm. uh, Megan Ace was talking about, you know, designing spaces and that was a big, a big thing for her. And um, let's see who Le else? Leon, 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 Leon loudspeakers. Yeah, they were. Yeah. Awesome. And he was talking about creating something special for mm. that space as well. Exactly. Uh, yeah. let's, let's have a look at that then. There you go. Done. All set. Settled. <laughs> All right, friends. If you don't know, find yourself a home tech pro. And until next week, y'all have a fantastic week. Take care. Take care.